Hey, what's up, guys? It's Dan from United Q. It's Wednesday, which means we have another awesome podcast to get you over hump day. I'm here with my co-host, Ben. Hello. And we're brought to you by ProQ, Barbecue Gourmet, Commander Joanne Smoke with Check, our awesome sponsors. ProQ is dedicated to providing you with quality smoking products with top-notch service and free advice for beginners to pitmasters. And you can find them on Facebook, Twitter, and Instagram under ProQ Smokers. So if you're thinking about buying your first smoker, want to upgrade, or looking for charcoal cabinet smokers, check them out over at Max Barbecue. A barbecue gourmet is devoted to promoting real barbecue and supplying the UK and Europe top championship winning barbecue rubs, sauces, marinades, accessories from the US and around the world. And you can find them on Twitter and online under Barbecue Gourmet. So regardless of how you cook, whether it's on charcoal, wood, gas or electric, the real taste of barbecue can be yours all year round. And Kamado Joe is renowned for build quality and innovation from smoking, roasting or searing. Kamado Joe is a premium ceramic grill chosen by Michelin star chefs and barbecue enthusiasts alike. Get that great barbecue taste and keep the moisture locked in. Check out kamalajoe.co.uk plus Facebook and Twitter. And on this week's episode, we've got Chris Stead. Hi, Chris. How are you doing? I'm good, mate. How are you? Awesome. Great to have you on. Great to have you on. <laughs> it's an absolute pleasure. How, how are you doing after being the uh, reserve grand champions with All Smoke No Knickers at Q-Fest a couple of weeks ago? Well, I'll tell you what, I'm still absolutely buzzing off here now. I mean, you could have seen by my face. I just couldn't believe how... Uh, how well we did in that. It was a great day. A great weekend, even. Yeah, definitely. You guys just did awesome as well, didn't you? You turned in some amazing dishes, and I was so impressed with some of the presentation of your um, uh, rounds in it's our... It's a seafood round, oh, yeah, it was awesome. So on the, cool. Yeah, like the beach. <laughs> oh, stop it. I'll tell you what. I won't be able to get my head out of the car in a minute. <laughs> <laughs> oh, yeah. No, it was, it's great. I mean, that was a great seafood round for us because, I mean, it was Southport shrimps, you know, and they're all fresh off the beach around here, and they're like, they are the, the spots on them. We just smoked a bit of butter, and uh, we just put them on a crumpet, and, and you know what, a little bit of sandpaper to finish it off, and a bit of lemon. You don't need anything more than that. Just keep it simple and let it speak for itself. Yeah, I was quite surprised. When I saw the crumpet coming out, I was like, oh, what's, what's this going to be like then? I'm looking forward to seeing this. Yeah. Oh, it was, uh, I enjoyed that round, definitely. What was your favourite yeah. round out of all of them? Do you know what? I think the burger, because I put a lot of work into it. I, uh, You know, we, we, we did like a, I got a nice shoulder of lamb and I, I minced it up with some chorizo and uh, some different bits and some mints and stuff. And I used spearmint in, instead of normal and... Uh, I did a red onion marmalade with it, and I blowtorched some goat cheese on top, and everyone has their own version of like a McDonald's sauce, and I put some baby jam with it. And but we messed around with it loads, and it, it just it just came out just how I wanted it to, so and it doesn't normally happen like that, does it? So it was good. Awesome. Am I right in saying that you're selling that burger mix now? Is did I hear you saying that, or am I completely making it up? Probably you know what? Up. I think Graham Eyes wants to put it in his butchers, so. Uh, I'm thinking um, it might be in Graham Eyes' soon, but uh, yeah, we'll, we'll have to see him, and he's going to have to get his hand in his pocket. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, we yeah. take we take commission as well, uh, QFest commission. <laughs> <laughs> hey, what a weekend that was, though. It was just laughs all the time on it. We, you know, everyone was just buzzing, weren't they? Yeah, definitely. We, we, we even it. had a nice fun trip to Tesco's together, didn't we? I know, I know, it was almost romantic going through those lovely hills and all the rest of it, <laughs> in a little mini. I did have to keep reminding you and Jason that I only drive a mini and you're buying all this stuff and filling up trolleys. I'm like, it's not going to fit in the car, guys. <laughs> I know, Jason had most of it on his knee, didn't he, yeah. and whatnot, but yeah, oh, it's all good times, definitely. Cool, definitely. So, so, so how did you meet Jason? How did the All Smoke No Knickers team form? 
Well, do you know, I I, um, I used to go, I go to the NRB, the Northern Restaurant and Bar, every year, and it's always been kind to me because uh, it's like who's doing what, what's coming out, you know, and in, in, um, in the chef world. And and one day I um, I saw this guy Andy Anna, and he was doing this. Um, I think he had a pheasant on the barbecue, and he was he had a little bit of apple juice in, in one of those little mist guns, and he's caramelising the bird up, and you know, and he was doing this this fantastic work, and he did a presentation later on. He had someone on the table, and he was showing where you get the Louisiana cut from, and and he was doing a great presentation. I was just working for a butcher's at the time at weekends, just tossing burgers and steaks and different bits, and he um, was just uh, he was unreal, Andy. So I, I, I got over to him and I said, "Listen, that was one of the best presentations I've ever seen. I've never seen barbecue come in that way." And uh, next thing you know, we're on the pop afterwards, and uh, we're around Manchester, and. Uh, he said, I've got a competition coming up soon. How do you fancy it? And uh, I don't know if you've seen the video on my Facebook page of me stood on, a, it was like a low loader, and I'm stood in, the, in half a pickup. And uh, I just say Extreme Barbecues and my middle name. And it was just a joke to try and get me, you know, in the team and that. And, uh, <laughs> you know, and we did grill stock in uh, Bristol. We didn't do too good in that. I think we got on the pot too much, but then he got his head on him and he was, uh, he was revved up for Manchester. And, and uh, luckily enough, we, we, we did well in that. But um, anyway, Back to how I met Jason was at the NRB. He was doing a demonstration with Andy. So uh, he was doing his jerk chicken and I was right into it. I was like, mate, that's just insane. I mean, I couldn't, I couldn't believe he's a white guy for such good jerk chicken, you know. <laughs> so um, I was having a laugh with him and then uh, he goes, and I think Andy's more into the events these days. He's doing a lot of big end yeah, games and yeah. stuff. And, and, um, and Jason, how do you fancy doing it? I said, well, I'll tell you what, we'll have a little crack together and we put a team together and, Q-Fest was our first time we've ever... I've always been in someone else's team, you see. I've been like a bit of a move around and just trying to get the experience off the big boys and everyone and uh, yeah. and um, and give up the putting a team together and getting like a little reserve. Uh, reserve. I was just absolutely buzzing. Cool. Yeah. That, do you think it's helped you a lot, like visiting and like, being part of other teams and getting to see how different teams do it? Without doubt. I mean, I mean... Ed and Emma, they're a bunch of swines. I mean, they they are just unreal. We did the master class with them, and uh, they showed us everything. They didn't hold any secrets or anything. So, I mean, you know, if, if you're going to get into barbecue, you've got to go to their master class because it was just unreal. I mean, I thought it was going to be having a few beers. I mean, you do have a you do have a nighttime, you have a few drinks and whatnot, but it was just unreal. We were, it was getting tense. You pen pushing. I mean, it was not easy for me. I was at the I was on the plasticine table at school. You know what I mean? So <laughs> I was just like. I was trying to take it all in, and Ed's just flying away with it. He's, he, he's just, he's just unreal, you know. But that's his, that's his football. That's what he does. It's his hobby, you know. And it, yeah, you, you see the enthusiasm in it. He loves it. That that ten minutes. I mean, when we did uh, Grill Stop London, they invited us to do a few rounds for them, and uh, and uh, it was just to see him in action. It was good. It was good. It was an experience, definitely. I mean, I was I was keen to see uh, them guys sort of playing up and and doing some of their stuff after we went to the judges' class and. Sorry, not the judges' class, the competition class that they run, and uh, and yeah, I mean, they were literally doing it. I could, I was watching them. And I was like, this is exactly what they were doing in the class. So they literally, mm. full disclosure, they just show you exactly what they do and, and and go for it, which was awesome. I think they're just great ambassadors for barbecues, to be fair, because I mean, that's what they're doing. You know, they're trying to make it bigger and better and and, and bigger in this country. And I think I think they're just doing that, to be honest. And uh, you know, there'll be bit, there'll be bigger competitions like Q Fest and. And uh, all the other ones, and and you get more people competing at a higher level, and soon we'll be showing the Americans how to do it. Definitely, <laughs> yeah. won't be long. Won't no. be long. <laughs> it won't be. <laughs> yeah. So yeah. it's good. It's all good. So, yeah. you, so you start. You started out 
doing Grill Stock with Andy Annett. Was, was that like your first competition you did? Yeah, yeah, that was the yeah. first one I did with Andy. And uh, and then, um, yeah, it was great. It was absolutely brilliant. It was a great experience. Met loads of people. I mean, I've always done chefs contests. And, and chefs are normally, well, basically they're all, I don't mean to be the rudest on the podcast, but they're all arseholes, let's face it. I mean, they're all up their own selves. And, and I, I don't know. And it's a, weird. That's what Ben said about you. He was really, he was... <laughs> He's right, though, isn't he? He's right. <laughs> um, and, and, and I got into this barbecue, and they're all a big family. Everyone's, like, telling you about 80 90% of what they know, and they're all gunning for you and help you out in any way. They're just nice people who like cooking outdoors and, you know, it's, it's it's a good thing to get into barbecue. Yeah, it is like a lot yeah. more than just the barbecue. You do get like it's a we say all the time a bit of a cliche, but barbecue family in it, and it is. You do get such a good vibe, and everyone gets along so well. Everyone's so supportive. Everyone helps each other out. I mean, teams like uh, the guys coming over from from the Netherlands and, and literally having absolutely everything set up for them. I mean, like the guys turned up with a lorry full of equipment for them, and and I just think it's absolutely epic. Just the, the lengths that that people go to for each other in, in like the barbecue community is just like sort of next to none. It is, isn't it? It is. They just go above and beyond for each other. And that's, I think that's what I love most about it, you know, and I'm all for that helping out. And, you know, it's all swings and roundabouts. And I think if everyone did that, the world would just go around a lot easier, you know? So yeah, definitely. yeah, definitely. Yeah. Yeah. Awesome. So yeah, so yeah. That, that grill stock competition won you a position to go to the world food championships and compete over there. So what was that experience like? That was pretty amazing, to be honest with you, because, uh, I mean, the godfather of barbecue, the Ray Lamps, he's just the absolute legend. And there was, like, Ted Readers and Heath Riles and, you know, and you're in the Golden Nugget. And, and like, it was weird because I'm sure people were winning 10,000 US dollars for, like, a mac and cheese yeah. and, and, like, a, a burger round and stuff. And I was like, I was laughing that someone had won <laughs> 10,000 quid for a potato salad. I was like, uh, you know, <laughs> for, for, for a potato salad, I was like... <laughs> Just not. This is just Vegas, though, I suppose. But yeah, I mean, it, it was great getting out there and meeting Scott Burton and a few of the other guys, and I loved it. Absolutely loved it. Yeah, yeah. Awesome. Well, what, what, yeah. what sort of sort of chef background? What What were you doing before you got into barbecue? Like, uh, so you're a chef. Like, what, what sort of uh, kitchen stuff were you cooking? What sort of food were you doing? Specialising in, and and I just want to. It was interesting. All, yeah, it was all fine dining. You know, I mean, okay. I worked at the Auberge. For, I worked at the Auberge for many years where they cooked with clarified butter instead of fat and lard and all that. And it was it was all to a high standard for a, for a real nasty chef who used to get on my case all the time. I, mean, I shouldn't be saying that on the podcast because he might, he might probably listen in one day. But yeah, um, it was it was great though. I mean, it was a great, I mean, it was very high standard. And you, you, you couldn't really have a laugh in the kitchen as such, you know. You just had to get on with it and get the food out as best you could. No, and, and do, mean, you, do you find that, that that influences sort of your style still today and, and the way you do definitely. things today? Because I can tell Without you, like, although you and Jason and, and the or the whole all, all Smoke No Knickers team, although you, you had a great laugh, you could tell that when it came to the business, you were you were all knuckled down and, and you wanted to put out the best quality foods you can. You weren't just there to have a laugh and a joke. Although you did that very well, you were also there yeah. to, you meant business when it came to business. Yeah, definitely. I mean, I mean, it was weird because, like, when you worked for Paul, it was like, you know, if, if, you, if you had, like, a mussels manure or something on the stove and a sauce had split and you were doing a cold start at your bench, you know, it, it just pulled the sauce down your legs. I mean, I became a chef before Jamie Oliver started sliding down the banister and Gordon Ramsay started swearing at everyone. It wasn't, like, the cool thing. But then, it, 
when those guys came around, it was like everyone thought, oh, hey, chefs are quite, uh, they're doing a bit, aren't they, these lads? <laughs> um, but yeah, yeah, I really do. It's, it definitely influence, influences me doing different bits and bobs and, and uh, um, yeah, I just, I just, I like, and I, I just love cooking, basically. Cool. Yeah. Awesome. yeah. And and you're obviously doing well at it because your, your ready steady chef business is doing awesome. You, you do a hell of a lot of hog roasts, I think you said to me. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I do a lot of hogs and um, different bits and bobs and barbecues are on alongside them. And we have like a paella pan that's the same size as your double bed. And we do paellas and different bits. And we use that pan for all kinds. I mean, you know, it's, it's good. I, I like to do different things. You know, we're just. Um, I'm trying to get a, a, um, a charcoal hog roaster at the moment because it gives people the option. But, uh, yeah, I'm, t- I'm just trying to get a few refreshing things up and just keep things changing every year so people don't change the caterers. They, they stick with us, you know, and we have a lot of repeat work and we've got some good contracts and, you know, for big hotels and golf clubs and stuff. So it's good. I enjoy it. Had you got some good news today from a, a big contract or something? It, well, yeah, I mean, we're working alongside now with Signature Living, so um, it's yeah. not a contract as such. It's just that I'll be I'll be doing all the on the terrace there at the Shankly Hotel, and, and and if you're not in that hotel, I mean, it was amazing. I went in there today. There's a room in there that's got 24 beds, and all they're all in pods, and uh, there were curtains on and TVs above the beds, and a swimming pool right down the middle. You know, it was just a different different. Mm-hmm. I've never been in a hotel like that before, to be a fair. So, you know, to be working alongside uh, Matt Cox and his team is, is, is pretty immense for me, to be honest. So, uh, But then I came out to a parking ticket on my car, so I was a bit like half rice, half chips, you know. I was a bit like, whey! And then, oh! <laughs> Bring you back down to earth. <laughs> yeah, that was the one, big time. Yeah, so, yeah, it was a good day today. Enjoyed yeah. it. Having a chat with Matt and his team. Yeah, it was great. And you've you yeah. cooked for a few of the big names as well, don't you? Do, do you say you've done, like, Busted or McBusted and Billy Yeah, we... we... <laughs> We did like um, we did a VIP section in crew, and uh, we did like all little seafood nibbly bits, like canapé style things, like little you know, like little queen scallops in the shells. And we did like stem ginger and spring onion black pudding and pancetta, and we just put them on the pro queue and just got over there a kiss of smoke from them. And we did like hot Cajun salmon bruschettas with lemon lemon garlic and olive oil, and, and you know, we just did loads of little nibbly bits, mini nice. burgers and little mini sliders and stuff, and and they absolutely loved it and. Yeah, it was good, and uh, we've done uh, Gerard's birthday at his house, which was cool for me because it's my birthday on the same day as his, and I'm on red anyway. So, um, <laughs> you know, he, he he comes out like, and I thought I'm not gonna I'm not gonna go, how are you doing, Stevie, or anything like that. I thought I'm just gonna treat him like a normal customer, like I do all the time. I said, how are you, sir? And he said, uh, he said I'm doing all right. Yeah, yeah. And he goes, I've got a little present for you in the kitchen. So he, he took me through like, and he gave me a match worn shirt, and it was a. Uh, you know, to Chris, happy birthday, Stevie G, and that. So that's on the wall at home now, made up. Yeah. Happy days. That's yeah, cool. Nice. Yeah, yeah. So, but yeah. <laughs> Did he like that's your food? The though, that's the main thing. <laughs> yeah, yeah. He, he loved it. He loved it, and uh, his lovely wife Alex as well. You know, it was a, it was a mad day. And uh, one of his friends is my, is a good friend of mine. I think that's how we got the gig a bit to be fair as well. So. Happy yeah. days. Cool. Yeah, yeah. It's all good, but uh, yeah, it's all right. The All Smoke No Knickers team are continuing without you into the next competition in a few weeks, so we're going to find out whether you actually did anything or not, or whether they uh, they improved now you're gone. I'm a bit worried about that, to be fair, yeah. <laughs> no, no, listen, Jace can hold the fort and Big John, they're no danger. Um, they're just amazing lads and that, and I swear to you now, I wish them all the best, and 
you know, I was hoping to do the best again, to be honest, because, like I say, oh, you've got you, you got to get behind your team, haven't you? I'll be gunning for them big time. It's just, I'm just unfortunate. I've got this massive wedding for 150 in, in teepees, and uh, on the same day, I've got a big job going out to a big hotel, so I can't allow... And it's been booked in over a year as well, so I can't just say, oh, I can't do your wedding now. <laughs> Will you be wearing no knickers in support? <laughs> oh, make no mistake. I don't wear any anyway. <laughs> Yeah, just let it swinging round, you know. What about <laughs> what about grill stock? Are you back? Are you guys entering grill stock together? Oh, big time! Yeah, I mean that, cool, that cool. that's me. I mean, besides Key Fest, obviously. <laughs> I mean, uh, obviously, goes <laughs> about saying it's the biggest deal in the UK. So. <laughs> oh, well, you know, it's just awesome. I mean, it's going to get bigger and better every year, Key Fest, and I just know it is with you two driving it because I mean, you're just great for the game, aren't you? You know, the Bervia. Um but uh, yeah, I mean, Grillstock, that's, that's the one I just buzz off. It's its just meat, music and mayhem. It just is what it says on the tin. It's just great. Ray yeah, Lampy's definitely. will be there, the Godfather and that, and everyone goes at it again. Yeah, I can't wait for the meat, music and mayhem. Really looking forward to it. <laughs> I know, I know, and I've got some good ideas, so I hope Jace rolls with them as well. I can uh, see what okay. we do. Yeah, yeah. So yeah I've, I've done one before, and it didn't turn out too great, so... I did it with Ed and Emma, and I'm thinking I've got a new machine now, and I'm thinking, mm, should we go at it again? I don't know, I don't know. Or should we try something new? So I'll just see. I'll, I'm having a team talk with Jace. He's coming over to Southport next week, and uh, we'll chew the fat over some good food and uh, and see what we're going to do for grill stock and, and all the rest of it. So you're not are you going to stick with the same burger recipe, or are you going to go different? No, no, we never burger? do that. No, we never do that. No, no, we did. We did uh, the Big Mac in a Cadillac with Ed and Emma, and we we did exactly. I think we got second in that, and then we've done the the lamb burger, and I've, I've got an idea for a new one. I've I've been working with, so um, mm. uh, we're, we're not going to be we're not going to be definitely not be doing the same stuff. We've got to keep keep fresh and creative, and you, you don't want to be known for doing the same old thing, do you? Cranky. No, but some people, they work on their perfection, don't they? Keep building on the same recipe to try and get it better and better. But like you said, yeah. like you can be seasonal almost and like adjust it and try something new. Exactly that, yeah. Yeah, you know, I mean, like you just said, they're seasonal and things like that. That all makes perfect sense to me. It's, uh, definitely. I mean, I, I made sure that burger was the best I could have got it at at the time for, for Q-Fest. So, I mean... I wouldn't change that recipe now, even though we got second place in burger. I'd still keep it the same because I thought it worked well, and uh, yeah. it was it was a tasty burger. And, uh, and yeah, presentation so. is obviously like key to you guys as well because you didn't just turn in good tasting food; like you paid good attention to all the detail, and every time you turn them in, didn't you? Yeah, yeah, we did like the smoked bacon onion rings, and I think that was a bit of an idea we got off Andy and. Uh, and um, yeah, it was it was it was really good. You know, I mean, we did the uh, we, we did them in Volkswagen camper vans this time. I mean, it was a bit similar to the the big Mac and a Cadillac, but we we served it on a tray with all the American uh, registration plates and stuff. And yeah, just just kind of keep it. Uh, yeah, I had to carry that tray. It was bloody heavy. <laughs> <laughs> I saw it coming and stayed back a bit until it was out of the way. <laughs> yeah, yeah, too right. Wish I hadn't, because I would have grabbed a burger. I think. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, yeah. Well, I'll send you some over defo cheers I'll give you the address in a minute um, so, uh, when we were at QFest as well you were telling us about the fact you're like dabbling in being a bit of a butcher at the moment as well yeah I mean uh, 
I mean, he's, I, I kind of fell into this, but I'm really enjoying it, you know, cutting up four quarters of beef. And I mean, I've always held a knife in a certain way to chop vegetables. Now I'm holding it like a dagger and I'm, I'm going in these big fridges and I'm taking these. You know, I enjoy it. It's, it's something new to me. I'm learning new things and, and it's helping me in the barbecue to understand different meats a lot now. I mean, I've learned more in the last in the last six months than I have done in, in many years. So I'm, I'm really enjoying the way the butchery side of it, you know. Yeah, it's something I would love to do. Yeah, we've both talked yeah. about it a lot. We're like, we just think it, will, it just helps a lot in like the understanding of where your cuts come from and going to different mm-hmm. butchers and like knowing. I I always compare it a little bit. Like when I first started, it's a bit like when I go to the like garage to get a new part for my car, and I don't know enough about cars, so I always feel like I look stupid. And I felt a little bit of the same in the butcher, like going in, going, I want a Boston butt, and they don't know what it is, and. I don't know what it is either to tell No, you. I'm totally <laughs> with you. I mean, it's mad. It's mad. It's great that you say that because, I mean, a lot of young people won't go into butchers. They're quite happy going to the supermarkets because they're inexperienced of what cut to get. And, um, you know, it's great that you've brought that up because, I mean, we, we, we've got a butcher's there, Graham Ice is in Southport. It's the best butcher in the northwest of England. It's great. He's got a great reputation, won all kinds of awards for sausages. And, um, you know, and and we have an upright, um, and, and now he's got, the guy who owns all the spa shops in the northwest. He wants him in all the spa shops because it's doing that well. And we have an upright, and the upright, you just can't keep up with it. As soon as you put something in there, they'll go. Well, no one comes over to the counter. They're kind of intimidated with with all the different cuts and whatnot and what to ask for. So, but I mean, if they do come over, I always say, look, you know, try this and this. You know, what I'm like, I'm a murder for it. I'm like. You know, if someone's making a chili or something, I'll be like, well, yeah, you've got to try that. You've got to make sure that, that meat's brown, no colour, no flavour, nothing like that. We're all cooking. And uh, and, and they love it. And that we're getting a few young ones coming through now. I think it's a good thing for younger people to go to the counters instead of these horrible supermarkets that pump it full of carbon yeah. monoxide, you yeah, know, it's... whatever it is, to, to keep the yeah. meat wrapped around. Yeah, yeah. Definitely, like you say, it's, it's cool like, to try and engage the younger community and getting involved in it because... They're the ones all the oldies are dying, aren't they? All the oldies. That's it. All the old school are croaking it, so we're not careful. We're not going to end up with any butchers, uh, you know. So let's keep it going, definitely. Yeah, definitely. And butchers like have such a wealth of knowledge. They've been they've been doing it for for years and years and years, and and it's great to have that passed down. And, and for young people going into butchers as well, not to feel intimidated by going up to the counter and speaking to their butcher, learning something asking them some questions or, or whatever, just feeling confident to do it. Because, I mean, they're only there to help, and, and that's their, that's what they're there for. They love it. So, so yeah, definitely yeah. don't be afraid to approach the counter. No, no, definitely not. I mean, you know, I, mean, I always say this as well. If you're going into a butcher's and you're buying a few bits there, you say, hey, come on, where's the discount here? We're not playing with a card, you know. And just give it a bit of banter, you know, and give them a nudge and a wink and that. He'll say, oh, I'll chuck you this in. And, you know, that's the good thing, you know. So and then you get a relationship going and, and it, like you say, it's it's just good to to use these um, small businesses and and things like that. I think anyway. Yeah, exactly. Definitely. Offer to bring them back some food once you've smoked it and cooked it as well. They like that. <laughs> well, that's it. Yeah. Not I mean, when Dan does great. it, but when I do it, they do. <laughs> <laughs> um, but I think I think me and Gray might have a go at a delicatessen, throw butcher shop, and and do it at a nice high end because I mean I'd love something like that. Yeah. Yeah, that'd be so, awesome. Yeah, yeah, that would be a good idea. But um, yeah, cool. So, what have you guys been up to? Uh, we we already started planning 
for next Q-Fest, obviously. We want to make it bigger and better, like you said, but than last time. But we've also just got a few projects on the go that we'll be announcing soon. Yeah. Yeah, that's about it, really. And just planning what we're going to do for the rest of the year, really, because there's so many, well, not so many, but there's quite a few events going on now in the UK, which is awesome to see. So we're just trying to get to as many as we can, see as many people as we can, and just have fun. Just try to look at the calendar and look at, like, can we get to Dublin to do this? Can we go to Amsterdam to do that? There's, like, lots of events that we want to see around Europe, I guess, and Brilliant. even the world, but we don't know if we can afford that. <laughs> <laughs> Come on, Ben. You, you've got deep pockets, you, mate, I tell you. <laughs> Um, no, that's great. That's brilliant. I mean, would you not bring anything up north? Because I mean, like every competition's down south, and yeah. You, know, well, think... you, you said about yourself when we were we were there talking about organising the competition. You said to yourself you might have a perfect venue for one, so maybe we should have a chat about that again sometime. Do you know what? I absolutely love that. I mean, come down and see this guy Norman Wallace, the guy who owns the fairground. I mean, it's it's a great venue. All the toilets are there, the stage is there, everything's there, and it's right opposite the beach, so it's a beautiful setting. Um, well, maybe so yeah, maybe I mean, we've got a yeah. QFest too. Who knows? Oh, that'd be great, honestly. I mean, I've already spoke to Norman about it, and he's well up for it. I mean, there's like two acres car park at the side. You could call it the Northern Rock, but then that, that didn't do very well, did it? <laughs> no, did it, heck? <laughs> <laughs> Oh, cool. um, well, mate, I know that you um you need to pick up your daughter quite soon from school, <laughs> so we better let you go. <laughs> no, it's um, gymnastics. She's oh, at gymnastics. She's at gymnastics. <laughs> so yeah, I'm going to pick up my little flossy bear and uh, get her home for a nice bag bowl that I've got in the slow cooker. So there we oh, go. Well. Happy days. I'll be over in a minute. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Well, thanks. Oh, uh, thanks for uh, spending some time with us to have a quick chat. It was awesome to speak to you, and we'll yeah, definitely nice speak stuff. to you again soon. It's always nice talking to you too. I tell you, 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 you cracking lads, honestly. No, <laughs> fantastic. Cheers, Cheers bro. Mate. Speak to you soon. Thank you very much. Take it easy, brothers. Take Cheers. care. Bye. Thanks. Bye. Uh, bye-bye. Thanks for tuning in, guys. We've recorded yet another awesome podcast to get you over hump day. As always, we're brought to you by ProQ, Barbecue Gourmet, Kamado Joe, and Smoke with Chak, our awesome sponsors. ProQ is dedicated to providing you with quality smoking products with top-notch service and free advice for beginners to pitmasters. And you can find them on Facebook and Twitter and Instagram at under ProQ Smokers. So if you think about buying your first smoker, wanting to upgrade, or looking for charcoal cabinet smokers, check them out over at Max Barbecue. Barbecue Gourmet is devoted to promoting real barbecue and supplying the UK and Europe with top championship winning barbecue rubs, sauces, marinades and accessories from the US and around the world. And you can find them on Twitter and online under Barbecue Gourmet. So regardless of how you cook, whether it's on charcoal, wood, gas or electric, the real taste of barbecue can be yours all year round. And Kamado Joe is renowned for build quality and innovation from smoking, roasting or searing. Kamado Joe is a premium ceramic grill chosen by Michelin star chefs and barbecue enthusiasts alike. Get the great barbecue taste and keep the moisture locked in. Check out kamadojoe.co.uk plus Facebook and Twitter. And Smoke with Shack delivers quality smoking wood every time. They provide the smoking goodness, you provide the talents. If you're looking for smoking wood, junks, dust, chips, planks, then head on over to smokewithjackshack.com. Smoke with Jack. <laughs> no, smokewithjack.com. <laughs> you can find them on Twitter at smokewithjack and now Instagram as well. Mm. So goodbye from me. And goodbye from me. Ciao. See you later. Bye. See you later. I'm the best barbecue.